Hi, welcome to the DIY Photo Organising Podcast. I'm Fiona from Photo Helper. And I'm Chantal from Simply In Order Photo Organising. Imagine you can find any photo at any time at the click of a button. We are here to show you how. So let's get started. Hello again, lovely listeners to our do-it-yourself photo organizing podcast. Hi, Fiona. Hello, Chantelle. How are you? I'm good. Yeah, very good. good. Ready for another episode. Yeah. So <laughs> this is actually the follow-up from our last episode mm-hmm. about questions. So we we had answered some reader. No, I should say listener questions. I keep <laughs> saying reader questions. Um, and now we've got heaps of more questions and we thought we're just gonna go through them fantastic yeah let's get started absolutely so what's the first one so we've got one here that says are there tools to help sort the images so yes there are there's some fantastic tools out there um look the best way to do that is to use the metadata Mm -hmm. that you've already got so some things you can add to the metadata some things um it already has the metadata automatically yeah which is is used by the date um, maybe if you've got location on date mm-hmm. taken so you can do some sorting from there dates are always a really great one to start with yeah. so if you've been traveling and you've used the date you can you know group um, photos together that way yeah um, so yeah metadata is a really good easy quick way to do some sorting and mm-hmm. then you can manually do that and move them into folders and things like that. But yes, the tools um, that we use it will depend on, um, say, the programs. Like if you're a Windows or a Mac user, and if you're yeah. in an actual app like Photos, mm-hmm. and we were talking in the previous episode about some of the tools that are already inherent in those photo in those programs. Yeah. Um, but then just even using the um, the finder you can sort yes. by yeah. just not even having to have any other software out there mm. and then you can go into you know the different types of photo management um, it does help though to, to be in a photo management system yeah even if it's the default one that comes with um with a mac or a windows computer um you can do you can actually automate things a bit too Especially with when I'm thinking of Mac for photo or photos on Mac, <laughs> mm-hmm. um, you can set up, for example, um, smart albums. Oh yes, I so, use them a lot. Yeah, great. they I love them. Mm. So you can enter some conditions, and it can be more than one. And as soon as let's say you have a condition, if the photo has the keyword so and so, it will be added to that album. So as soon as you bring in new photos to your library and you add that keyword, it will show up automatically. In that smart album automatically. You don't have to lift a finger. So I love that. That's a real time saver. Yeah. 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 That's I use that a lot. It's a it's a really good way yeah. to sort. For example, if you want to do yearbooks, we talked about that before. Yeah. When you have a keyword yearbook two thousand nineteen. And it automatically goes in there, and at the end of the year, you've got your favorite photos there, and you can create your book, and you're done. Yeah, 
Exactly. And you might do that, uh, you know, even in different ones if you're thinking of a yearbook, say, for grandparents or something like that, and then you can just already know that you want all the ones with the children or you want, you know, and and so you can set up those Hmm. smart albums, you know, with a whole range. They're they're fantastic, yeah. So that's a bit easier when you use when you do use a photo management system, but yeah. it doesn't have to be as fancy as Photoshop or um, uh, Lightroom or something like that. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Hmm. What's one of the next questions that we've got? Okay, here? another one was, which categories are the best to sort images into? Um, again, we spoke about that before in our um, five golden rules. We touch yeah. on organising and sorting photos generally. So, again, it, most people, I think, like to sort things chronologically, but you can also use the scene or a mix of it. Um, a colleague of ours, um, I think she came up with that. She calls it <laughs> chronomatic. And, uh, so that's a mix between um, chronological and thematical sorting. Yeah which makes total sense but again there's no right no wrong it needs to work for you if you're not somebody who thinks chronologically then you know don't use it Mm. use another one Mm -hmm. whatever categories you want to make the only thing i would say is avoid to sort according to persons or names that's i don't think that's a great idea (laughs) so you're talking about that when you're talking about something say outside of a program not yes. using within, yes. say, yes. you know, yeah. a, a software. Yeah, it, a because if software. you use the software again, it becomes a lot easier. Yeah, you know, you can because have an album already, like you know, yeah. if if you're a genealogist and you're looking at your family tree, yes, in a in a program like Photos, you can have an album where you add these photos of that specific person or that family. Um, branch whatever but when you do that in finder it becomes more difficult because you don't want to create copies and that's exactly where you end up creating copies and creating a mess so that's not going to end well i think and and then you've got a very so many variables Mm. with those options so just say you've got you know four main people that you're following on a um you from a family tree perspective and then you've got Mm. somebody else that's come in and where do you put which which file do you put that photo in and yeah it can get yeah even i mean so keywording is better yeah, I'm not a genealogist. I can't even say the word. Oh my god, <laughs> genealogist. Genealogist. <laughs> but we've, you know, we've done a family tree and all that. Yeah. But even thinking about, okay, my kids, they come from two different families, and me too, and you too. Everyone comes yeah. from. So to which branch, you know, where do you go? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. There's probably answer um, from that. Uh, historical point of view I don't know yeah um, yeah and look and, and I, think, I think we, we we actually we touched on that a little bit when we did our presentation at one of the mm. local libraries yeah. and we were talking about um using sort of like a key up yes. front yeah. from the family tree and then indexing the photo yes. based on yeah. the key so yeah. each person would be given a yeah. number yeah so yeah. then that would yeah. so that's and again it's using keywords yeah. so but it can it can yeah. get complex yes but i think complex. as a broad yeah. as a broad overview yeah. which categories i think some of those 
um, you know, best assorted images, you know, mm. with dates and then favourites and yeah. events that have happened mm. and then, you know, the sky's the limit really from yeah. there. Yeah. Yeah. And don't overcomplicate it. Try mm. to, you know, keep the structure, whatever you use, um, not too deep because mm. that becomes too complicated. And yeah. on that one I would also another reminder to have the um, a notebook Yes. And yeah. to keep yeah. a list of what those keywords are or Absolutely. those categories that you, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. the terminology, um, as to, you know, what you started out with so yes. that you don't recreate yeah. something yeah. sort of halfway through and then you get a bit yeah. lost again. Yeah, yeah. So mm-hmm. that's a really good one. So what's the next question? All right. Let's see. Oh, that's a big one. We had that a few times actually. We've got to try to... <laughs> um, <laughs> this is a good one. Um, well, and it's an important one because it's a problem. It is yeah. a problem for people. What is the quickest way to get rid of duplicate photos? Duplicates. <laughs> duplicates. All right. Thousands of them sometimes. Yes. <laughs> oh, and look, I think this is really where, you know, a lot of people who are listening to, you know, DIY mm-hmm. photo work, they're wanting to get organised. Yeah. They're having a go at doing it themselves. And it's probably not the first time they've had a go. I think that's mm. we, what we find too. Sometimes people yeah. start, they realise it's a little bit bigger than they thought and so they stop and then they come back to it. And mm. so mm. even that process alone can create yes. duplicates and then you can't yeah. remember where you've put the files that you've started to recopy over. And, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So my two cents worth about the the best way to deal with the duplicate photos mm-hmm. without spending lots of money on a software is to go spend money on software. <laughs> <laughs> um, it is actually, I mean, I really, you know, not lots of money, but there yeah. is some great software yes. out there. Yeah. And so I think that yeah. the best way to handle these duplicates, they search, you know, they can do the histogram of the, oh, mm. it's, it's the, every little pixel they can compare and really quickly. Yes. So um, there's great software out there for Mac and mm. for PCs. Um, so I definitely would use, uh, We I use Photo Sweeper. Yeah. And there's lots of different settings that you can have. You can go straight away for a true duplicate. Um, it can have maybe if you've got a high resolution or a low resolution of the same image, you can identify yeah. them. Um, and so, and that's from files that are anywhere on your computer. Yes. So you can do that from within an actual program, like a photos mm-hmm. program, mm-hmm. Um, or it can be a file structure. So it's outside of a program, and it can just com- look at all of the um, the selection that you've. Ask, that you're asking it to run and compare. Yeah. It can be, it can have, you know, 30 or 40 folders within that, um, you know, from the top level down, mm-hmm. or it can compare a folder against a photo library. Yeah. So there's a lot of different options when you're looking at And I think the, the, the trick with that is what are you looking at comparing? What do you do when you compare them and you find the duplicates and moving them out? So then because there's a lot of tweaking that you can yes, do and there yeah, is a lot of, yeah, you know, yeah. options there. And you won't find 100%. But no, I would say probably over ninety percent. Yeah, and, and, looks, and sometimes good. you run it, and then you run mm. it again, and you yes. run it again, and it can still, yeah. you know, keep finding new mm. uh, examples. Yeah. But um, yeah, mm. so software is is there's some great ones out there. Um, on the Windows program, it's called Duplicate Cleaner Pro. You've yeah. used that one yourself, haven't you? 
Yeah, I yeah. love that one. Yeah. That's really, really good for a Windows computer. It's a shame it only works on Windows, <laughs> really, to be honest. Um, yes, and again, the same as what you just mentioned, it's got lots of different settings. Um, one that I also like in particular when I'm working with clients and, and do, you know, clean up their stuff, um, do it all for them, I often get various... Um, uh, how do you call it, like, you know, they give me their pictures folder on an external drive, but then they've got another external drive where they think that is a backup of that picture folder. Right. But they're not always sure because they don't label things the way it should be labeled. So we're not sure, ah, uh, is it really a backup? Is it the same? Whatever. So I can compare them and I can look for unique files. So I can say, okay, I've got this one that's, let's call that A, that's what they think is their current hub with their most current photos, and this is B, what they think is the backup, and that A actually has everything that's also in B. So I can search for unique files and look, is there a file on B that's not in A? Yep. And just take these out if there are any. Exactly. And that's, a, it's a fantastic you know, I can't way. say it's a quick thing. Mm. It does take a few minutes to search through both these folders, of course. But the good thing is you don't have to sit there and watch the wheel turn. So you set it up, you let it do its thing, and you get the result. Yep. And it's such a time saver. It is. It's, it's and great. you could never do that, you know, visually. That would take you ages. Yeah and be so frustrating <laughs> yeah it would be and it, it has really good features to that one you can compare movies you can but photo photo sweeper does that too you can compare um for example similar photos you can look for similar photos so yep. these days with the boost function on the phones you have like heaps of similar photos yeah and you don't want to keep them all yeah <laughs> so that helps place. you again that's all in the settings you can search for either exact duplicates or similar photos i usually start by looking for exact duplicates get yeah. rid of these and then you know you drill down and you go a bit more in yeah. detail and, and you can also yeah. change the time settings so you can actually yes. say similar yeah. photos within a 10 second span yes. which will give you your bursts yeah. and and yeah. sort of your you know yeah. shots like that mm. or you can say similar photos you know within sort of five to ten minutes yes. so that yeah. that really is then so there's so many different options and one question i always get is um that People think it compares the file name. Yes, it does compare that too, but it actually looks at the picture. Yeah. So that's the, the good thing. The it, pixels, yeah, it's yeah, quite yeah, a, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's really so the name terrible. is only one of many, many things that it looks for. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And the dates you can change, you know, you can, it can, you can, mm. the dates could be completely different. So you've yes. uploaded say photos into a file and then you've got completely different date you yeah. know and a whole group of other photos mm. um but it that's okay as well yeah. so yeah you can have a look yeah. at yeah just just the true image and the pixels mm. in the images which is, is fantastic yeah. and i would also say you know don't be afraid that programs will not automatically delete your photos 
you get a result after the search and you can go through it and decide and change your mind. You know, it will often you, you have the choice to auto mark yep. the files the, on a lot of different criteria. On, again, different settings mm. and all that. But you can change that when it tells you, oh, you know, delete this, this, and this. If you don't want that, you just click and then it becomes green again, for example, and it doesn't delete anything. So mm. you have the final say. It's not that the program just goes and deletes thousands of photos without no. you being and in you, control. And you also <laughs> have the option to move them to another folder. Yes. So you might move yeah. them out of say what you're working on mm -hmm. the ones that you've found as duplicates and yeah. just move them each time you run a new um compa mm. comparison then you just move them out yeah. of the library or move them out of the file structure and then do the next one move them out move them out so you'll yes. have one folder yeah. with everything in mm. um that have yeah. you know the photos that you've seen as duplicates have been removed yes. too yeah. then you can go back and check them spot check mm. them yeah. um and then, you know, you can keep it as a backup if you mm. wanted to um, and just clearly label it, write it in your journal book that's, you yeah. know, what you've done and where it is um, and you can always go back to it at any time. But at least they're out of your merged, yeah. Yeah. you know, yeah. document from yeah. photos for your mm. hub. Mm -hmm. And we would suggest once you know you've got the hub all as one yeah. and you've got your backups, then you can delete yes. it. And yeah. then you know, yeah. That, yeah, yeah, you don't need them. Yeah. And it's also worth mentioning, yes, this is software you, you'd have to buy, but we're not talking hundreds of dollars. So it's, mm. I think, around the $50 yeah, I think mark, it is. maybe, yeah. or even cheaper. Yep. Um, yeah. Yeah. So they're great. It's Def definitely well worth it. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, you don't want to do that visually. If you know that you've got lots of duplicates, that's the way to go. Yeah. Yeah. Good investment. Yes. Mm. All right. So now we've got... Um, the next question that we've got is how to start to organize mountains of older photos. Digital we're talking about here, this um, listener has asked. How do I start to organize mountains of older digital photos? Do you still use keywords? Mm. So that is a really great question. And I think, you know, it, it's a big concern mm. for people that are, are organizing their photos. My personal advice is... Um, go through your five golden rules, start with, you know, getting your systems in place and things like that first, and then go back, start from your most recent photos Yeah. because they're the ones you're going to do a lot quicker. You're going to yeah. find you can do those um, because they're fresh in your mind. You, you're starting to think about some of the keywords that you're going to use mm -hmm. and you'll get yourself into a bit of a pattern Yeah. because, Definitely. um, Really, that's that's where you want to. You know, you'll start thinking about what you're going to use your photos for, as far as projects or um, mm. photo gifts that we've done another um, episode about too, and things like that. So I think you know, once you start, say, with the most recent, mm. and then it depends on what the motivation is and what the project is, then you can work backwards from there. But um, that's otherwise, right, it's yeah. too. It is very overwhelming if people start the other way. Mm. Totally. I find that it is, um, yeah. You just, yeah, if they can get lost, and there's, it's a mm. lot. People, there's a yeah. lot of photos out there. So, what about yourself, Chantelle? Anything to yeah, add to look, that? Yeah, look, it's what you said, and it's the mindset of 
somehow we all struggle with that, I think, that we think we have to work through the backlog before we can use a new system. And, yeah, that's just not the case. We can put that new system in place and then slowly work through the backlog if we choose to do so. Yeah. We don't even have to do it, you yeah. know. And in terms of photos, and we have said that before, um, we're already happy if they're all in the same place and backed up. Yeah. <laughs> How well they are organised, you know, who cares? No, we do care, but <laughs> that's almost like a luxury already, yep. having it all packed and what have yeah. you, because we do know it's a lot of work Maybe. and you got to stay real and sometimes it's just not realistic to go back and work through 60,000 photos yeah. and rename them and add keywords and what have you. So, so yeah. just uh, good practice to start yeah. from what you've yeah. got now, set up your keywords yeah. and then, you know, you, c you can set some blocks of time aside yeah. over yeah. you know uh, however mm. you know much time you want to do it yeah. and yeah I think that that's just mm. a good way to do it because yes yeah. we agree unfortunately there are mountains of older yes. digital photos yeah there are so mm. yes that's and maybe our... think about taking less photos <laughs> or sort and delete and yeah. you know organize along the way I'm really yeah. I've just yeah. you know I can't speak highly enough about getting into that habit mm. of just as soon as you've taken a group of photos yes. you know you've got you're at you know a particular event or something mm. um and you've just taken 30 or 40 photos just go through them right there yeah. It, yeah. it just doesn't hardly take any time it's a really mm. good habit to get into pick the best yeah yes um so oh, I think our last question maybe for today, yep. um, we still have more, but we'll have to do that another day. I, I think, think so too. I know we could do that. Um, how uh, can I name photos and folders in a meaningful way? Yeah. So th there are naming conventions out there. Personally, I like to use the reverse date time and then add... Uh, you know, the event, who's on the photo, where was it possibly. Um, but that's really up to you. And we've mentioned before the metadata where, you know, these days you have automatically the geolocation, it's mm. on and all that. So you might not need to mention the location in your file name if this is already embedded in your photo. So that's really up to you. That That's the way I do it, and especially with the reverse date and time. I like that because I'm a chronological organiser, so that helps me, you know, I, I can then sort photos easily. chronologically easily yep. and it when the the capture date is in the name of the photo chances to lose that information ever is really really slim yeah but chances that it uses the original capture date that is a possibility and we we have seen that happening yeah um sometimes with photos more often with movies because they are they are a different format that is a problem. They mm, when you move them around and copy them around from, you know, computer to hard drive to whatever, often they lose the original capture date, and I find that's a real nuisance. Oh, I it hate is. it. Oh, I hate that. It so really is. I embed it. I make it the file name. That's how I do. It. That's a personal choice. Yeah. 
Um, but I do think that um, the review state, that's actually uh, kind of best practice. In yeah, general. oh, it's great. And just in general, even for files and things like that too, yeah. if people do, yes. yeah, you can just sort of a bit easier too. Mm. But um, I think for um, for meaning, meaningful names of photos, and again, like I was saying before, I don't, in the previous episode, I don't um, rename my uh, photos. That's right. Yeah. Because I keep them within the the photo program with mm-hmm. with um, you know the Mac, so I've already got the so my naming really is done through my keywording. Yes. Yeah, yeah. So I, I think that. often that's actually the option. So if you've got that information in the file name. You don't need to add keywords. Exactly. It's got it's the name definitely, of the person or yep. event, whatever. You can it's just already search there. that way. Yes. Which yes. is the purpose of yes. having a named file. Yeah. Yes. Anyway, is to yes. try to, you know, re you yes. know, to find it again when you're looking for mm. something specific. Yeah. 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 Mm. Wonderful. I think that's, that's good. good. Very good. That's fantastic. Shall we leave it at that for today? Yes. That's a lot of questions. <laughs> <laughs> and um yeah, so thanks again for um, being here, for listening to us. We hope that was helpful. And don't hesitate to ask more questions if you have them through the Facebook page or um, online. You've got all our contact details in the show notes, as always. And, yeah, or just simply give us a ring. Yep. We're here yep. and um, we love to talk to you. All right. Wonderful. <laughs> thanks again for listening. Thank you. See you next time. We hope you have enjoyed this episode of DIY Photo Organising and found some inspiration, useful tips and strategies to support your photo projects. We'd love to invite you to pop over to our Facebook page, DIY Photo Organising, and we welcome your questions, feedback and any future topics that you'd like us to cover. If there is someone you'd love to share this with, please click on share to help others take control of their photos too. Remember, have a look through our show notes for links to helpful information. I'm Fiona from Photo Helper. And I'm Chantal from Simply in Order Photo Organising. And remember, we believe in you and you can do this. <laughs>